Proverbs chapter 4 and verse number 23 says this. Keep thy heart with all diligence. For out of it are the issues of life. Did you know the Bible says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. It doesn't take you too long to be around people to find out what's in their heart. It doesn't take too long to find out if somebody's happy or sad. It doesn't take too long to find out if they're happy in their marriage or miserable. It doesn't take you long to figure out if their children are being good or bad. It doesn't take you long to figure out if they like their job or not. It doesn't take you long to figure out if they're broke or blessed. Because whatever's in their heart, what they're dealing with, is coming out of their mouth. But the Bible declares, let us keep our hearts with all diligence. It's time that we begin to be intentional about what we allow to come into our heart and what we allow to come out. You ever heard people say about people, they don't have a filter. Whatever pops into their head, they just say it. Listen, I'm telling you, it's time that we begin to put a filter on our heart. We put a filter on our mind. We put a filter on our eyes. We put a filter on our ears. We put a filter on our mouth. Because I'm telling you, there's a lot of bad stuff trying to come in. And if we don't filter it, you say, Pastor, what do I filter it with? With the Word of God. I filter it with Jesus. I filter it through the blood of Jesus and what comes in black, what comes in negative, what comes in sad, what comes in mean. Amen. It's filtered through the blood of Jesus and comes out sweet, comes out pure, comes out lovely. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. How many is living life? How many feels like life's living you? Sometimes we win at life. Sometimes we lose. Sometimes we feel like life is beating us up. We feel like life is running us over. Life is leaving us behind. But I'm here to tell you today, if we'll have diligence, if we'll guard our heart, if we'll filter, if we will prepare, if we will get strong, if we'll begin to exercise our faith, amen, over little things, amen, then when big trouble comes, you're going to be able to withstand the test of time. David, out in the fields with the flock of sheep, faithful over little, faithful to play his harp, faithful to practice his slingshot, faithful when the lion came out to get his sheep. He said, I'm not going to let a lion steal one of my sheep. And he took the lion and he ripped him apart. And then came the bear. I'm telling you, God sends tests and trials your way, amen, to prepare you for the giant. I'm here to tell you today, if the lion's beating you, and the bear's beating you, you're going to have trouble facing the giant. You're not going to have the faith to face the giant. 
you're going to be like the rest of Israel, hiding behind the trees and the rocks, allowing Him to torment you day by day. But if you'll win the little battle, if when the line comes out, you'll say, in the name of Jesus, I have authority, and you take that authority, and you win over that little attitude, and you win over that circumstance, and you're faithful in little, amen, God will make you ruler over much. When the bear came out, David was able, by faith, to kill the bear. So it was no wonder, it was no uh, secret, it was, it was no uh, big you know, thing, when David had to face the giant, when he went, there's his brother, uh, there, there's kid, they're watching, there, the giant comes out every day, mocks him, laughs at him, says, send me a man to fight him. What's coming? 
coming. Are we ready? Are we ready as a church? Are we ready as individuals? Are we ready as families? Are we ready to face persecution? Are we ready to face troubles and trials? Are we ready to face, hang on, are we ready to face losing our, our right to worship? Are we, are we ready to give our life for Christ? I don't know what's coming, but I know trouble's coming. Are we ready? Are we winning the little battles? You see, Jeremiah looked through the scope of time and he looked and he saw terrible things coming. We see through the Word of God, we see in Revelations, tough, tough times are coming. There's a time God has mercy and God has mercy and God has mercy. But at some point, amen, it's going to turn and God is going to begin to judge. The Bible declares judgment starts at my house. He's going to judge those things done that were unworthy. Those things done in pride. Those things not done in His name. You see, so many people say, oh, you know, taking the Lord's name in vain. That's just saying a cuss word. Listen, I'm telling you, there's a lot of Christians taking the name of the Lord in vain because they're saying things that God didn't say. They're doing things that God said not to do. Listen, there's a time when God, amen, gives space for repentance, but then He turns to judgment. Jeremiah said in chapter 12 in verse number 5, If thou hast run with the footmen, and they have wearied thee, then how canst thou contend with horses? And if in the land of peace, wherein thou trustest, Nobody has any problem doing anything. But anything, any little thing will keep us from coming to work. Any little thing will keep us from prayer. Any little thing keeps us from reading the Word. Any little thing keeps us from doing what God has called us to do. And we say, I'll do it another day. I'll do it another day. Listen, if these little things are wearying you, what are you going to do? If the footman has wearied you, how are you going to handle 
like how much do you pray how much do you read your bible are you ready to face the adversary amen just like uh, listen yes we know these horses are coming the antichrist is coming all these things but what about that gunman that went in that school and pointed at that little girl and said do you believe in jesus and she knew if she said yes he was gonna kill her but she looked him right in the eye and said yes i do and the gunshot rang out and she went into eternity to meet jesus what would you do Churches being persecuted, heads are being chopped off, they're being shot, churches are being burned, it's all over. America has had a time of protection, but trouble is coming. The church is going to face adversity. Are you ready? If the footmen are wearying you, how are you going to handle the horses? If the little things in life keep you down, how are you going to win the big battles? somebody makes a comment on Facebook and you want to just give up and quit how are you going to face the Antichrist how are you going to face persecution how are you going to face it when they say do you believe in Jesus know what it's going to cost you your life there's going to be many there's going to be many a person that called herself a Christian, many a person that sat in a church on Sunday that when the time comes, they will deny him because they don't have the faith. They don't have the strength. They don't have the courage. They don't have, they've allowed all the little things to hinder them and they will not have the spiritual fortitude amen, to look in the face of the enemy and say, yes, I am a believer. Jesus looked at Peter and said, Peter, you're going to deny me. Oh, no, Lord, not me. He looked around, see all these other disciples? They will, bunch of losers. I know them, they don't, they don't love God, I know them, they, but not me. Jesus said, Peter, for the rooster crows, you're going to deny me three times. He never thought he would deny him. But see, the problem was when they were in the garden and Jesus said, pray. Pray, pray. Every time he went back, he found them asleep. They weren't winning the little battle. They weren't praying. They weren't faithful. Jesus said, Peter, come on now. Let's pray. The flesh is weak, weak, but the spirit's willing. But I'm telling you, he was asleep. And so when the enemy came to get Jesus, Peter jumped up. And he grabbed his sword and he cut off an ear. And Jesus said, Peter, put that sword up. 
If you live by the sword, you're going to die by the sword. This is not a sphere of a physical battle. This is a spiritual battle. Amen. We got to win it in prayer. We got to win it in the word. We got to win it on our knees. We got to win it in worship. Jesus resurrected from the dead and said, go tell my disciples and Peter. Listen, God will give you another chance. You say, Pastor, I failed. I made a mistake. I denied him. I, I lost the battle. Come on, right now we're still under mercy. We're still under grace. He'll forgive you. He'll pick you up. He'll strengthen you. And the Bible declares on the day of Pentecost, even when the Holy Ghost was poured out, that Peter was baptized in the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. And he got up. The same man that denied he knew him around the fire, amen, stood up and preached the gospel. And 3,000 got saved. This is the time you need the Holy Ghost. This is the time you need the Spirit of God indwelling you. This is the time you need to restore and renew your relationship. This is a time that you need to begin to pray like never before, read like never before. Amen. You need to love like never before because trouble's coming. Are you ready? In the last day, there's going to be a weakness. We're seeing it all over the church. Weakness giving in to political pressure, calling sin good and good evil, taking things that the Bible says is sin and voting to okay it. I'm going to tell you something. I don't care what your vote is. You can't outvote the Word of God. You can't legalize sin. Matthew 24, 22, it says, Except those days be shortened, there should be no flesh saved, but for the elect's sake the days shall be shortened. Verse 24, For there shall rise false cries and false prophets and shall show great things and wonders, insomuch that if it were possible, they would deceive the very elect. We're going to come into a time, amen, where people are so deceived. Amen, they're calling good evil and evil good. And the church is confused because they don't have, they don't know what the Word of God says for themselves. And so they're taking the Word of other people. Don't take anybody's Word, including mine. Read your Bible. See what the Word of God says and believe it. The whole word, from cover to cover, believe it just like God said it. Because there's going to be so many that are deceived, and they'll follow after. There comes a weakness. The Bible says in Proverbs 24, 19, if you faint in the day of adversity, thy strength is small. I venture to say that there's a lot of people in church today that their strength is small. Their faith is small. They don't have a personal relationship. They have a form and a ritual. It's the thing to do. I'm just doing it because. But there's coming a time to where you're going to have to have a personal relationship with God. You're going to have to have a strength. There's not going to be anybody else there to encourage you. You're going to have to encourage yourself in the Lord. It's hard. But we've got to minimize our fear. Minimize our pain. And we've got to maximize our joy. Maximize our peace. Maximize our faith. Maximize our hope. Because, li listen, life, life has a way of crushing your dreams. 
Life has a way of knocking you down. But if you're strong in the Lord and in the power of His might, nothing's going to keep you down. You're going to get right back up. And you're going to learn your lesson. And you're going to be stronger the next time. Because God is preparing us for the giant. So when the giant comes and he roars and he makes fun and he laughs, David went out to meet him. And he said, who are you? Who am I that you sent a child to beat me, to fight me? And David said, you come at me with a sword and a spear. But I come at you in the name of the Lord God of Israel. We have a name above all names. His name is Jesus. And we stand for Jesus. And we worship Jesus. There's only one name whereby men must be saved. And it's the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Get ready. Be ready. Stay ready. Get your friends ready. Get your family ready. Prepare. I've been telling you for a month, almost a year, get ready. Prepare. Physically, emotionally, physically, financially, naturally. Get ready for trouble. Get ready for things to come. Get ready for problems. But there will be many when the time comes will not be ready. We were talking, Sister Doris and Miss Amy at Waterburger Friday about the ten virgins. Five were wise and five were foolish. Five had oil in their lamp. They kept their lamp full. They kept their relationship strong. They kept the wick trimmed. But five were just having a good time. Living the life. Parting it up. Not worrying about church, not worrying about relationship, not worrying about the word. And their lamp, their oil was getting low. It was running out. And all of a sudden, the Bible says, the bridegroom called. And the five that had the none said to the five that had plenty, oh, give us some of yours. And they said, no, we're not, we can't. We just got enough to get ourselves there. And so they ran out to get some more. But while they were gone to get it, the bridegroom came. They were left. There's going to be a many that are left. Because their oil is run out. Their faith is run out. Their joy is run out. Their relationship is run out. They once had, they had, they've got a lamp. And they've got a wick. And they used to be full of oil. But now they're just running on fumes. Now they're weak. Now, amen, they, they, they've gone off. And they, they've allowed all these other things, amen, to destroy. But I'm telling you, it's time to get your lamp full of oil again. It's time to trim your wick. It's time to make sure your fire is burning. It's time to prepare. Jesus is coming. Isaiah 35, 3 says, Strengthen ye the weak hands and confirm the feeble knees. There's a lot of folks' knees are knocking. They're weak in their faith. They're weak in their, strong, they're in their strength. They're, they're, they're weak in their testimony. They're, they're, they're weak in their relationship. Even their hands are slack for what God's called them to do. Listen, God wants your hands strong to do His work. He wants your feet strong, amen, to walk in His path. Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. But there's a lot of people's lamp that has gone out and they're walking in darkness and they're stumbling and they're tripping and they're falling. It's time to get your light shining again. Stop hiding it under bushel, being afraid. Hebrews 12, 12. Wherefore lift up the hands which hang down 
and the feeble knees. And make straight paths for your feet. Lest that which is lame be turned out of the way. But let it rather be healed. Follow peace with all men and holiness without which no man shall see the Lord. Look diligently lest any man fall of the grace of God. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you. And thereby many be defiled. We live in a day right now where there's so many that have bitterness, unforgiveness, anger, Anger at groups of people. Anger at this. Anger at that. Amen. They're allowing these things to eat them up. Amen. And they're, they're weak in their hands. They're weak in their knees. They're weak in their relationship. But God said, get rid of that bitterness. Get rid of that unforgiveness. Allow the grace of God to cover you. Amen. And strengthen you so that you won't be defiled. Do we fear God? Do we believe God's word is true? It was time to sound the trumpet. It's time to begin to make a decree. It's time to begin to strengthen the weak. It's trying. It's time to war against weariness. I know it's tiring. I know we're tired. I know it seems like it's been forever. I know it seems like there's trouble all around. But I'm telling you, now's not the time to quit. Don't quit right before the victory. Don't quit right before the battle's over. Don't give up the crown. Amen. Right before the victory. Stand firm. Galatians 6 verse 7. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man soweth, that also shall he reap. For he that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the Spirit shall reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing. Not just weary... Because I'm doing wrong, not just weary because my relationship's not right, not just weary because people are giving me trouble, but sometimes I get tired of doing the right thing. I know it's the right thing to go to church, but it's weary, it's, it's just tired. I'd rather sleep in on Sunday morning. I, I, I know it's a good thing to read my Bible, but sometimes it gets weary. I, I, I need to study and read some more and don't be weary. In well-doing. Come on, let's keep doing well. Let's don't give up doing well. Let's stop doing bad. Stop doing wrong. Stop sinning. Yes, you need to be tired of that. But let's not be weary in well-doing. Let's keep doing well. Can I get a big amen? For if we... Let me start over. Verse 9. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not as we have therefore opportunity let us do good unto all men especially unto them of the household of faith come on it's time to start doing good to people it's start it's time to start treating people better start loving people amen start be listen this the household of faith let's start encouraging one another let's start praying for the persecuted church around the world let's stop just thinking about me and mine and start thinking about all the body of christ let's start loving one another we don't have a reason to fear. We don't have a reason. We got to get prepared. We got to be trained. We got to trust God. Come on, don't lose heart. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't let your joy be torn away. Refuse to be worn out. Hear people say it all the time. I'm just worn out. I'm weary. I'm tired. Come on, don't be weary and well doing. Come on, stir up your strength. Exercise your faith. 
walk in faith. Read you a couple of scriptures out of a, some different translations. I want you to get this in your heart today. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 16. This is in the Aramaic Bible. It says, because of this, it is not tiresome to us. For even if our external, ex- external person is being destroyed, in the other hand, that which is from within is renewed day by day. King James says it like this. For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. The NASB says, Therefore we do not lose heart. But through though our outer man is decaying, yet your inner man is being renewed day by day. The NLT, that this is why we never give up. Though our bodies are dying, our spirits are being renewed day by day. The Message Bible says, so we're not giving up. How could we? Even though on the outside it often looks like things are falling apart on us. On the inside where God is making new life. Not a day goes by without His unfolding grace. What I'm trying to tell you today, don't give up. Get ready. Don't be weary in these little things because big things are coming. Fight your giants. Fight your lions. Fight your bears. Practice your excellence. Practice prayer. Practice the word because there's coming a time you're going to have to use it for real. Right now, amen, you've just been practicing. We've been practicing all this time, amen, for the real battle. It's coming. Are you ready? Come on, don't let life drain you. Don't let life drain you. Restore your strength. Anybody ever had a bucket with a hole in it? It's hard to, it's hard to do anything. It's hard to keep that full. It takes work. Come on, let's search our heart. Let's find the holes. Let's patch the holes. And then let's fill the bucket. We're letting everything steal and take away our life and our joy and our hope and our peace. Come on, fill the bucket. Some of you got your bitterness and unforgiveness and sin. There are holes in your bucket. That's why you can come to church and get filled up. But by Monday or Tuesday, you're already weak again. Come on, stop up the holes in your bucket. Search your heart. Search your mind. Repent of your sin. Amen. Start being faithful to you reading your Bible and pray it every day. Keep your bucket full. Because there's coming a fire. And you're going to need some water. Don't lose heart. Don't be demoralized. Don't be pessimistic. Don't, don't lose hope. Don't lose confidence. Come on, be encouraged today. Look at your neighbor and say, be encouraged. Pastor, how can I be encouraged? You're telling me trouble's coming. I'm encouraging you because I'm trying to tell you that when trouble comes, if you're ready, you'll win. You'll overcome it. You'll be able to say, yes, Lord. I'm going to invite the, the band to come on back up. Yes, Lord. Everybody say, yes, Lord. Don't lose heart. Proverbs 4, 23. Keep thy heart with all diligence. Everybody say, I'm going to keep my heart. 
I'm going to protect my heart. Isaiah 40, 29. He giveth power to the faint. Anybody feel faint today? You know what it means to feel faint? You ever had a dizzy spell? You, you ever had that, what they call it, the inner ear vertigo? Everything spins and that's not a good feeling, is it? But can I tell you today, if you're weak, if you, if you feel faint, God will give you strength. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, He increases strength. The Bible says, let the weak say, I'm strong. Everybody declare, I'm strong. In the Message Bible, that same scripture says, He energizes those who get tired. He gives fresh strength to dropouts. <laughs> Are you a spiritual dropout? He'll give you strength. He'll take you back in. He'll stir you up. He giveth power to the faint and to them that have no might. He increases strength. Verse 30. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. And the young men shall utterly fall. We're entering a time. Transition. A time of trouble. When even the young people facing adversaries. Falling to sin. Discouragement. Depression. Suicide, drug addiction, alcohol, pornography, addiction is attacking. They're weak. They're failing. But the Bible declares in verse 31, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. I'm telling you today, if you're weary, you can be strong. If you're sad, you can be happy. If there's sin in your life, you can be forgiven. If you're failing the test in life, you can win. Seek the Lord. Come to the Lord. Pray. Say, yes, Lord. There's a lot of people, the Lord's calling them. And they're saying no. But I'm here today. I want all of us to say yes. Everybody say yes, Lord. Due season is coming. Your due season is coming. Your victory is coming. Jesus is coming. Are you ready? Woo! Mama. There's a fire in his eye and a sword in his hand. He's riding on a white horse all across this land. Oh, there's a fire in his eye and a sword in his hand. He's riding on a white horse all across this land. And he's calling out to you and me. Oh, will you ride with me? Oh, what are you going to say? And I say, yes, Lord, I'll ride with you. We will stand up and fight. Oh, we will ride with the armies of heaven. We'll be dressed in white, 
riding by your side And I say yes, yes, Lord We will ride That fire in his eye Is his love for his bride He desires that she be with him Riding right by his side Oh, that fire in his heart Is his longing desire That we be with him Riding right by his side And we'll say yes Yes, yes, Lord We will ride Come on, sing it we say yes, Lord, we'll ride with you. We will stand up and fight. Oh, we will ride with the armies of heaven. We'll be dressed in white, riding right by your side. We'll say yes. Let me hear it. Lord, we will ride. Come on, church, all together. Say it with me. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, make that declaration today out of your heart. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You're here today, heads are bowed and eyes are closed. You're here today and you say, Pastor, I'm weak in my faith. I've been failing my battles. I've been losing, but I know that I've got to strengthen my faith. I've got to strengthen my heart. I've got to get my lamp full. I've got to get my life in order because I want to win the big battles. I want to be prepared when Jesus comes. I want to be ready to face the adversary. I want to be able to face troubled times. I don't want to fail. I don't want to deny Christ. I want to endure tribulation. I want to be ready to ride. If that's you, would you pray with me? Dear Lord Jesus, my flesh is weak, but your spirit's strong. Today, strengthen my hands and my knees. Today I declare, I'll live for you. I'll serve you. I'll fight for you. Jesus, forgive me of all of my sins. Heal me of all of my sickness and diseases. My weaknesses, deliver me from my habits and addictions. Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Renew my strength. Renew my passion. Restore my faith. And let me declare my testimony. Let me not be ashamed. Let me be ready to fight 
the good fight of faith. In Jesus' name. I say yes, Lord. I say yes, Lord. We'll ride with you. Oh, we will stand up and fight. Oh, we will ride with the armies of heaven. We'll be dressed in white, riding right by your side. I say yes, yes, yes. Lord, we will.